Hello everyone and welcome to another Chatterbug stream. My name is Max Roberts. Let's learn some English. Hello and welcome. It's time for another Q&A and this means you can send your questions in to the chat. So if you write some questions in the chat, I will try and answer them for you. These can be questions about the English language, about English grammar, about spelling, about culture, or if there's anything you want to know about me, I'm happy to answer as well. Um, so, hello Bernd, hello Sissy, hello Lubna, hello Mishi, hello Boduk, good to see you all. Um, the first question I had, which was sent in before, uh, was what does in my day mean? In my day. Uh, so this is an expression where people will go, well, in my day, something used to happen. In my day, people used to hold the door open for each other. In my day, people used to be polite to each other. Um, so, in my day is usually something that maybe an older person would say, and they are talking about the time when they are young. So, in my day, um, we didn't have electricity, is what someone who is super, super old might say. In my day, we didn't have running water. In my day, children didn't spend all of their time playing video games. But I would say, in my day, you only really use this if you're sort of 60 plus. I think, even for me, as a 33-year-old, if I said, in my day, that sounds a bit strange. It's really for someone who is a bit older, talking about what life was like when they were young. Um, what is the difference between citizen and countryman? What is the difference between citizen and countryman? Um, so you'll hear both said quite often in political speeches, my fellow citizens or my fellow countrymen. Um, but which one do we use and when? Well, a citizen is a national or an inhabitant of a certain country. So I am a citizen of the United Kingdom. I have British citizenship. Um, my passport, well actually I don't have a British passport, but I have British nationality. I can vote in Britain. I am a British citizen. I am also a German citizen. I live in Germany. I can vote in Germany. I have a German passport. I am a German citizen as well. Um, so it's a national or inhabitant of a certain country. So I can say a Saudi Arabian citizen, I can say a, an American citizen, a Chilean citizen, a Japanese citizen. But if I say countryman, I'm really only talking about people from the same country as me. Uh, so my countrymen think this, or countrymen, it's usually only talking about the same nationality as whoever is speaking. Um, but I will say this, Countrymen, people really don't say very much anymore. You will only hear it in political speeches. My fellow countrymen, we come from a great, wonderful place, and let's make it even better. This is really only for political speeches to say countrymen. It usually has a sort of patriotic um, feeling to it, a patriotic feeling when people are sort of speaking passionately about their country. My countrymen, uh, are a good people, um, and this is the people from the same country as you. And I would only use it in a kind of patriotic speech. Um, people really don't say countrymen unless it's a political speech. Um, hello in the chat, so many of you here. Um, 
Hello, Valerie at Odogato, Arroyo, uh, Samaye, hello, Shafia. Good to see you. Gume from Jakarta, welcome to the stream. Wow, so many of you today. Uh, hello, Rezan. Uh, please ask some questions in the chat if you have any questions. Now is your time to ask and I will answer them at the end of the stream. So anything about English. Now I had another question. When do you use good and when do you use well? Like I am good or I am well. Um, well, I will say this, a lot of English speakers get this wrong. And a lot of English speakers say good when they're supposed to say well or well when they're supposed to say good. Um, the biggest clue is good is an adjective. It changes a noun. So it goes before a noun or it helps us understand a noun better. So the good man. He is a good swimmer. So he is a swimmer. He is a good swimmer. He is a man. He is a good man. Uh, I am in a good mood today. So these are all adjectives. They make the noun they describe a noun. So, um, the man is good. The he is good at, he is a good swimmer. Um, he's not just a swimmer, he's a good swimmer. Um, and I'm in a good mood. Whereas, well is an adverb and it changes a verb. So, he is well. He swims well. The caramel sauce goes well with the brownie. If I say he swims good, some people in some dialects might say that, but most English dialects it's considered wrong. He swims good, or the caramel sauce goes good with the brownie. That's also not considered correct English in a lot of dialects. So we use good with a noun and well with a verb. Um, there are a couple of expression, uh, exceptions in a way. So I say, I feel good, or it felt good, but this is still an adjective because it's I feel good, or it felt good, um, it felt good. Um, the original question was about the verb sleeping. So why is it I slept well and not I slept good? Because you're describing the sleep. I slept well. Um, I slept well. How did you sleep? Well. Um, because I'm describing how I slept, not myself. If I say I am good, the I, it's more talking about my character. So, I slept, how did you sleep? Good. It doesn't quite work because we're talking about sleeping. Now, one exception is when we talk about health, we use well. When we talk about health, we use well. So she asked me if he was still ill, but he is well. So we usually use well to talk about whether you're sick or not. I don't feel well. Um, he's not well, for example. Whereas good is more about someone's character. Um, thank you, I've seen a question from Lubna. I will answer the question. So stick around if you want an answer. And if you have any more questions, please ask in the chat. Um, what does spill the beans mean? Spill the beans is quite a fun expression. Spill the beans. So spill the beans means to reveal secret information. So if your friend has a secret and you're like, oh, come on, spill the beans, it means let me know, tell me, tell me. Uh, so for example, maybe your best girlfriend is having a baby and you don't know if it's a boy or a girl. Is it a boy or a girl? 
I'm not saying, oh, come on, spill the beans, spill the beans, and that means tell me your secret. Um, so spilling the beans is telling something that is meant to be secret information. Spill the beans, please. Uh, he spilled the beans. He let everyone know something that he wasn't supposed to let them know. What's the difference between make and let? Um, make and let. And I think you mean in the context of this kind of sentence. So the teacher made us listen to music in class or the teacher let us listen to music in class. The teacher made us listen to music in class or the teacher let us listen to music in class. Um, so they are kind of two different meanings really. If I say he made us listen, it means we didn't have a choice. He put on the music and we all had to listen to it. It wasn't a choice. Um, so he made us do something. It means he forced us to do it. We didn't have a choice. If he made us listen to music in class, the teacher goes, okay everyone, we're going to listen to some music and he puts on some music. Whereas the teacher let us listen to music in class means it was an option for us. So the teacher is teaching and he says, would you like to listen to some music, yes or no? Or maybe he lets you listen individually whilst you're studying. The teacher let us listen to music in class. That means it was an option, he allowed us to, he didn't make us, but if we wanted to, we could. And it works a similar way the other way round. So the teacher didn't let us listen to music. That means we were not allowed. It was against the rules. The teacher said, no, you cannot listen to music. Whereas the teacher didn't make us listen to music means he didn't force you to, but maybe you could if you wanted. So he didn't make us listen. Um, it means he didn't put it on and everyone had to listen. It just meant that we had the option. So he let me, I have the option. He didn't let me, I don't have the option. He made me, I don't have the option. He didn't make me, I did have the option. Um, why do you sometimes use the? Why do you sometimes use the and sometimes you don't use the? So the options are water is colourless, but the water will boil soon. So why do we say water is colourless, but the water will boil soon? in this example. Um, and this is a really good question, actually. I've never really thought about this before, um, but I can understand why it's confusing. Why don't we say the water is colourless? Uh, and why would we say water will boil soon? Why can't, why doesn't that work? So if we say the, we're talking about a specific bit of water that we know about. Uh, so that means it's like something that we were both talking about already, like a pot of water in the kitchen. So the water that I poured into the pan will boil soon. The water that I poured into a pan will boil soon. The water will boil soon. I'm talking about that water in the kitchen, not the water outside, not the water in the river, not the water in the sea. I'm only talking about this bit of water. Um, Whereas if I say water is colourless, I'm just talking about any water. So not just the water in the kitchen, but all water. So water outside, water in the sea, water in the bath. Water is colourless. Um, so I thought this example might make it more clear. The coffee tastes bad or coffee tastes bad. 
the coffee tastes bad or coffee tastes bad. So the first example, the coffee, I'm talking about this coffee that I am drinking or have drunk or that I bought maybe, a specific coffee, not just any coffee. Whereas if I say, mm, coffee tastes bad, I mean all coffee. So just coffee in general. The dog smells, I'm talking about this dog or a specific dog. Dogs smell, I'm talking about all dogs. So the, we're talking about one specific one, whereas if I don't say that, I'm just talking about this thing as a whole. Uh, thank you so much, Boduke, for the tip. I really appreciate it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That is very, very kind. Thank you. Um, here are some more questions. Excellent. Uh, if I don't have a nationality of that country, but I'm living in it, can I consider myself a citizen? That's a really good question. Thank you, Lubna. Um, uh, if I don't have a nationality of that country, but I'm living in it, can you consider myself a citizen? I would say informally, yes, like the citizens of a city. Um, but if I'm talking like about actual legal stuff, if I say I'm a citizen of the UK, that means I have British nationality. So let's say I am an Iranian living in the UK and I don't have nationality yet, I am not a British citizen. And, and then when I sign the papers and I get the nationality, and then I become a British citizen. So you can become a citizen. Let me write that. Um, I'll write that down for you. Uh, to become a citizen of a country. And that means usually you've had to live there for a bit, you've had to sign forms, take a test, uh, you've had to um, do a kind of ceremony, you become a citizen of the country. Um, generally, if I'm talking about citizens of a country, I'm talking about the people who have that nationality. But informally, in casual speak, we might just say, oh, the citizens of this country, and I'm not being so specific. But if I'm talking about legal stuff, um, then... Uh, if I'm talking about legal stuff, then I definitely mean only if I am officially, officially a citizen of that country. Can I say citizen? Um, any more questions? Very good, Nada. Absolutely correct, Nada Hassan. The first sentence we talk about water in general, but the second we talk about specific water. Very, very good. Um, doo -doo -doo -doo. Thanks for the answers. Um, when could we use this one and that one? This one, that one. I actually did, just did a stream about this and that. So if you look for the streams from a few days ago, I spoke talk about the difference between this and that. And it's the same with this one or that one. Which do you want? Mm, I want this one here that's near me. Hmm, I want that one that's over there near you. So that one is things further away. This one are things next to me. But I recommend looking at the this and that stream. I literally did it on Friday, I think. Uh, what's the difference between this and that? So I recommend that stream. Um, Maniga is asking what's the difference between especially and special. Especially and special. Let me write those down. Um, so, 
especially and special. Um, especially is, um, let me start with special. So someone who is special has, uh, you know, wonderful things that other people don't have. So if I say these glasses are really special, it means that this one is different from all the other glasses. There is something that makes this more important to me or more interesting or more useful. So someone who is special um, is someone who has something that no one else has. So you'll often see like Disney films, they'll always say like everyone is special. And this is true, I think, like, you know, everything has, everyone has skills and traits that other people don't have. Um, but if I talk about, oh, this hat is really, this cap is really special to me, uh, it means it's different from the other ones, it's got more importance, it can do things the other ones can't. Especially is actually quite a different meaning. So if I just say, um, this one is especially bad, this means... This one is, there's, all of them are bad, but this one is even worse. So let me put that as in a sentence. Um, so, this movie is special. Uh, this movie is special, that means it's, you know, this movie has things that are different and more exciting and wonderful compared to other movies. But especially, I have to use like an adverb, uh, sorry, I have to use it in front of a adjective, um, this movie is especially good. And that means it's like, good is the important bit, but especially means it's like, even more good than other good movies. So these movies are all good, but this one is especially good. This one is especially good, it sits just above all the other ones. But I can use it with bad, I can use it with smelly, that dog is especially smelly. So a lot of dogs are smelly, but that dog is an extra level of special uh, of smelly. So I almost think especially is like an extra level of something. Um, so yeah, thank you, Daniele. I'm glad you like the cap. I like it as well. <laughs> I wear it a lot. Um, Valerie, how often do you notice mistakes? being made by native speakers. Um, I mean, if I'm talking to someone, people do make mistakes in their own language, I think that's normal, and you don't really think about it too much, like, especially there's certain dialects where they're more likely to do it, so, um, that, you know, some people might say, I weren't happy about it, uh, and in certain dialects. Now, I wouldn't say that in my dialect, but because I know it's a dialect, I'm not gonna go, hmm, he said, I weren't instead of I wasn't, like that's not good. Um, there are certain things that I do notice, it sort of depends on the situation, like a, a big thing that English speakers get wrong is the difference between fewer and less. So they'll say, oh, um, I want less, I want less people here. Um, I want less people in my apartment. That's wrong, uh, technically grammatically that's not seen as correct and I would probably notice it but also it's not big enough for me to go ooh that's you know you didn't say it right um, so how often do you notice mistakes being made by native speakers I mean it does happen um, but it's sort of usually if it's a native speaker you just think it's a dialect thing or maybe like an education level thing and you don't think too much about it you don't go oh that person makes lots of mistakes in English 
Um, but it is normal for English speakers to make mistakes in their own language, especially with spelling and writing. Um, I'll show you some more words that a lot of English speakers get wrong. There, uh, there, and there. English people make this mistake all the time when they write online. They really kind of get the three words wrong. Um, and then another one, I should, I should have, this is one that people always get wrong. Um, I should have seen the film. And this is wrong, it's I should have, I should have seen the film. Um, and like you'll see that online a lot. I should have seen the film. That's incorrect. Um, I should have seen the film. So especially with spelling and writing, like YouTube comments, Twitter comments, uh, people make a lot of mistakes and it's normal. Um, thank you. It looks like my questions are slowing down. It looks like there aren't any more questions. So I'll give you a few more seconds to ask a question. Um, Baha, there is a, um, someone I can practice English with here. We can practice together. Do check out Chatterbug live lessons if you want to practice with a live speaker. Um, there are, they, they do sort of classes where you get to speak one-on-one -on -one to a native speaker. I don't do those, but I have friends who do them and they are really amazing and I really enjoy the lessons. So I would recommend looking at Chatterbug live lessons. I do actually have a discount code if you're interested. So let me post that in the chat, one second. Um, I'll just find that for you. Uh, uh, and then I'll post it in the, um, I'll post it in the, uh, in the chat for you, um, but I just have to find it. Uh, two seconds, everyone, sorry. Uh, excellent. Um, oh, this is annoying. It's, I'm finding it hard to find, but I will find it. Um, just have to go into this. View message history. Um, Sorry everyone, this is taking me a bit far too long and I'm doing, I'm doing my best but I want to get you this discount. Um, that's so annoying. Uh, da -da -da -da. Nearly there, nearly there, nearly there. Ah, found it, finally. Uh, I'll put this in the chat for you now. Sorry about that everyone, that took so long. But now um, I've got this here. Um, it's a special discount on one-on-one -on -one tutoring with Chatterbug Lessons. You get a discount if you try this. It means that you can have lessons with our tutors one-on-one -on -one with a bit of a discount from me. So do let me know if you want to use that. Um, thank you everyone. <laughs> that took so long, I'm so sorry. I'll have it quicker next time. Um, but thank you all for watching. It looks like there aren't any more questions. So I will finish the stream now. Um, I will say goodbye and thank you all for watching. Um, and uh, yeah, I look forward to doing another Q&A with you all very, very soon. Um, I do enjoy these Q&As. So um, hopefully I'll be able to do more. Just make sure you ask your questions so I have lots of questions to answer. 
Thank you all for watching. It's been a lot of fun, and I look forward to seeing you all very, very soon. Until then, my friends, goodbye. See you soon. Bye-bye.